It's time for the Stock Car Show on the Performance Motorsports Network. Powered by the staff at Race Chaser Online. Your motorsports, your way, every day. And now, here's your host, Tom Baker. Howdy, howdy, hello, how are you? And welcome to another couple of hours of racing conversation as we kick off an evening of motorsports talk here on the voice of motorsports the performance motorsports network you are listening to the stock car show and it is presented by our good friends at hms motorsport the leaders in motorsport safety my name is tom baker i am the ceo and senior editor of race chaser online joining me at the round table inside the race of the usa pmn studios in mooresville north carolina jacob sealman to my left our managing editor and in front of me, between me and Bill, we'll tell you who Bill is later, is Chris Murdoch. You're mean. And then to my right is the rookie, Ryan Vargas, who is, you're, you're going to be hearing a lot about Ryan Vargas in 2018. He is in the Drive for Diversity program where he is a rookie and will be running the K&M Pro E series and some late model stuff. Yes. Good to have Ryan with us. We've got Tyler Ankrum in studio, one of our uh, super late model racers from the area who's going to be making his start competing against Ryan in the K&M Pro E series. We'll talk to him about that. Off camera, I just shook his hand. They're friendly now because they haven't been to New Smyrna yet. And, uh, of course, behind the glass is the aforementioned Bill... That is Bill Holt from the Carolina School of Broadcasting. And we have got just a crazy show planned for you tonight. NASCAR Media Tour was this week. Uh, We've got all kinds of news to talk about. We really need probably a third hour in this show, but we're going to do our best to get everything in in the allotted time that we have. So sit back and enjoy the ride with us here. So we'll start with uh, news from the Newswire. And honestly... I'm kind of torn even where to begin, Jacob. So I'm going to let you think about this for about, oh, three or four seconds and give us a direction here. What, in your opinion, is the biggest news story of the week so far, other than anything at the media tour? Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me I can't start with something that was talked about at the media tour, but wasn't actually announced at the media tour. Well, I guess we can if you want to. Let's do that. Thanks, because what I want to bring up was not announced at the media tour, okay. but it was talked about a bunch at the media tour. Okay, go ahead. Ben Rhodes, Grant Enfinger, Thor Sport, Ford. Two plus two is four, and that means both of those drivers are back with Thor Sport Racing for 2018. Those press releases came out before said drivers got to the media tour, hence why it wasn't actually announced there. But I think this is a whole lot bigger than people are giving it credit for. I do too. And I'll tell you why. Very big. Number one, both Ben and Grant are back for their second seasons with Thor Sport and their respective crew chiefs. And number two... Both of them are extremely hungry. Ben to win a championship and Grant to make the playoffs after he came so close last year and just missed out by a skosh. For those who are listening at home and can't see my visual, my fingers are a skosh. He's showing us what a skosh is. A skosh is probably about two centimeters that are between his fingers. Yeah. Something Um, like that. Now, (laughs) my question is, you said two plus two equals four. Yeah. Hold on. Let me count here. We have Ben Rhodes, Grant Amfinger, Matt Crafton, and... 
No, 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 no. You missed the two halves of my equation. Okay. Ben Rhodes and Gran Enfinger plus Thor Sport and four I see. equals okay. good things. Because and, al- and also four. My question is, who's in the fourth? Who's going to be the fourth driver? That's what I'm wondering about. I don't have a good answer for that yet, and that's what's going to be interesting in this because we know it's not Cody Coughlin because he's over at GMS, and I think this is going to be an intriguing team because not only do I think that Ford will probably give Thor Sport a whole lot more corporate support than what they were giving their teams in the past, probably including BKR for that matter. BKR was uh, the only Ford yeah, team. What I are mean, you talking about? But I'm about? not sure how much actual Ford support even Brad was getting from BKR. I, I have to agree because or the thing is... Brad was getting from Ford. Yeah, because, I mean, like, like Jacob just said, with Brad, BKR being the only team at the time, now out, Thorsport is the only Ford team. So, I mean... I can only assume that Ford wants to be a, pow- a somewhat powerhouse. Well, of course they do. And my two cents to that, Ryan, is is simple. Thor Sport is a championship winning team. They've yes. already proved yeah. that they can exactly. win championships. BKR had not yet proven that. And that's no slap <clears throat> in the face to Brad. That's no disrespect to anything that BKR did. But now, instead of being with a team that could win a championship, Thor Sport is with a team that has won championships. And I believe will win more. And, oh, by the way, they've doubled their Ford fleet. Okay, so Cisco, here's my thing with this is what makes this fourth truck so intriguing is the fact that I think there's a pretty good chance that with the switch to Ford, we could see a driver or a set of drivers in this truck that wouldn't otherwise be considered because you've got some opportunities even with some of the Ford development drivers to possibly make some races there if that's what they wanted to do so I think this this whole thing is really intriguing and I do not buy for one second the idea that it's going to decrease the performance of that team one iota to not be with Toyota Cisco when did I say that I didn't say you did but many people are it oh okay I was going to say the fact that you and I were kind of on the same wavelength in the fact of who's going to drive that fourth truck. Because as we know, the 60 car in the Xfinity series has three different drivers driving it. Not all three of those guys can be in that car. And they're going to be, if they want to do something on, you know, Friday or Saturday that doesn't involve driving an Xfinity car, there's an open truck right over there. And Jacob, it does not say, or correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe it says anywhere that we're going to have four trucks with one driver each. I think all that that we're being hinted at so far from Thor Sport is going to be four trucks. Four trucks. However, Thor Sport has a history of wanting for uh, all of their trucks to run for a driver's title as well as okay, an well, that owner's would title. eliminate the multiple drivers, but... Now, if Ford has made that a contingency point in their deal with Thor Sport, now maybe we do see a truck yeah. running for an owner's championship. Like I said, but I think there are enough Ford-affiliated drivers out there that are worthy of a shot at that truck. I really don't think you're going to need... Unless Thor Sport's looking for funding, which I've not heard anything that would suggest they're lacking for funding. I don't think you're going to need multiple drivers to fill that truck. And I know this too, Ryan, 
from talking to Austin Sindrick and really from Chase Briscoe during the week and uh, in Chase's case at the Chili Bowl earlier in the month, both of those guys are going to be very, very busy with other things outside of NASCAR. I don't think either one of them is necessarily going to have time to go jump in a truck. And I mean, just adding on to what you were saying, I mean, you hear about, like, say, the TRD, how they have a, a, probably the longest list of development drivers <laughs> yeah, that you yeah. can name of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, hey, mean, Ryan, welcome to that list, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, and, but you don't really see that with Ford. You don't see that with Ford as much or with Chevy, correct me if I'm wrong. But, so that also makes this more of, a, more of an intriguing topic because there's no real telling. They don't have, a, like, they don't have this long list of names of people who are in line. There's no Valid. real, there's no real Ford development program, at least like besides you know the three development drivers that I would know. But of. maybe there will be. Was maybe my yes. point. Be. That's now, a, yeah. because of yeah. the Ford affiliation versus Toyota, now, where I'm, it was kind of perceived that they were second banana to KBM. Now they're the <laughs> they first were banana for, at Ford. They were for sure second banana you know, to KBM. That's why I'm period. saying. I think there's. I think somebody could step up now with yeah. some some cash that we're not thinking about. Um, I, I want to correct my point, by the way. The only reason I referenced Ryan in the Toyota pool is because Rev Racing is a Toyota yes. team. Yes, so. yes. Number two, but Toyota not, Camry. Not technically a Toyota <laughs> development hey, driver. Hey, your paint scheme looks very slick, by the way. Thank you. It's got the red, white, and blue, the Universal Technical Institute, NASCAR Institute uh, scheme on it. So, I mean, Chase Cable did a real good job. Uh, designing the car came out very nice, and I'm excited to carry well, that number this year. Every once in a while, a blind Cabri can find a nut. Exactly. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, so uh, continuing with the news and continuing with news that we just broke or was just broken shortly before the show. Oh, hey, this ties into Toyota, too. That's exactly why I brought it up. Chris Eggleston is going to do some driving over here on the East Coast. This year, mm-hmm. he has been signed part time to the brand spanking new number 17 DGR Crosley Toyota Tundra truck for a handful of races in 2018. And this is something that is not surprising to me. Why? Because Chris told me he was working on a tr- on at least a part time truck series deal That's when I got. talked to him at the banquet. That's what he's got now. Would I have guessed a DGR Toyota tie-up at the banquet? No, but at that point, there was nothing to right, suggest there wasn't that DGR a, was going yeah, truck racing. Yeah, so this is a great opportunity, though. This is an association with KBM. It's association with TRD. And for Chris, it's a possibility of him being able to do multiple things and be involved with that team this year. They've got K&N East and West cars. They've got ARCA cars. They've got trucks. I think this is going to end up for Chris potentially being a lot bigger deal than just a handful of truck races. I think you could see him integrate himself quite nicely into multiple levels of that team. Yeah, and of course, uh, Tyler Ankrum sitting over in the corner here in the studio. Yeah, to oh, come by on the, the way, air. speaking of DGR yeah, Crosley. In the, in the DGR Crosley family and probably salivating at the fact that uh, there's a bunch of trucks now in the race shop and thinking, hmm, if I do well enough in Canon, maybe, just maybe, I might get to race a truck for that organization at some point. We'll talk to Tyler about that more here in a little while. Uh, lots of news to get to still. We're going to talk with Ryan Vargas. We're going to talk with Tyler Ankrum. We've got audio from Media Tour. This is going to be a crazy, crazy show here. So everybody sit back, relax. We're going to step aside for a moment. When we return, more news 
And specifically, we're going to talk about super late models, pass style super late models. They're headed to a NASCAR track in 2018. We'll talk about that after the break. You're listening to the Stock Car Show presented by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety. I'm PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Open road, here comes the Hefley family. You've packed the smartphones, headphones, tablets, water snacks, coolers, sunscreen, bikes, skateboards, games, videos, sunglasses. There's no room for people in here. Just don't wimp out on the most important thing. Deep Deep fried fried butter butter on a stick. stick. No seatbelts. Whether it's a long haul or short trip. It's a win-win situation. Never give up until they buckle up. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. How would you like to perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. Offering a highly competitive compensation plan with great benefits, a flexible schedule, and a signing bonus to the right candidate. Now, you must be ASE certified, and a minimum of six years' experience is preferred. Act fast. Don't miss out on this incredible, rare opportunity. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. Hi, I'm John Holloman, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back. It's the Stock Car Show here on PMN Radio. We're having a great time in the studio tonight. Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman, Chris Murdoch, Cisco Scaramuza, Ryan Vargas, Tyler Ankrum, Bill behind the glass. Hi, and Bill. We're just having a, a great time and uh, talking we are? racing. Yeah, we are? well, most of us are. All right, so let's talk about this whole announcement about pass super late models. Ryan's excited. Going to Richmond. Well, I got to believe, I would think uh, Tyler is just, just not, or Shanky, are you going to run that? Yeah, of course you are. Uh, and even Johnny Sauter is going to run this race <gasps> at Richmond. Yeah, Johnny Sauter has got America. a super late model. He, of course, he, <laughs> he, he, got, he <laughs> comments from the peanut gallery. <laughs> Johnny talked to us uh, over the, the week here during media tour about 
how he built a super late model and took it to New Smyrna and got about six laps and demolished it. And uh, three laps, I was there and kind of said, I would, I, I know what broke because I built the car. I won't tell you what broke, but I know what broke. And, you know, it was me trying to save like 3.75 ounces, I think is the figure he used. But, um, you know, he was just uh, joking about how he's going to do a bunch of super late model races over the course of the summer and highlighted Richmond as one of the races that he wants to do. But the pro all-star series pass uh, which has a north and a south division for those of you in our audience who haven't really become familiar with them. The south division is going to run a race at Richmond in the fall. And I have it has just been announced that they are bringing late model stocks and limited late models with them on the card. So it is going to be an all late model evening for the pass race. Also, eh. You were wrong about something in that spiel. Okay, correct me. It's not just past South. It's past National. It's both okay. tours. Basically, it's a national Combo. race, but it's yeah, still it, it, it's going to be a points race for Which both tours. That, I believe you would think that's what they would do with it being Richmond, but yeah. all right. So and it's kind of like almost on the Mason Dixon line. Yeah, well, and it's also going to be about as big as the Mason-Dixon Meltdown, which is their, one of their signature races. Actually, I have a theory on this. It's going to be bigger than that. I feel like this is going to be as big. Well, I'm talking about in terms of purse. Well. Mason-Dixon's 15. Yeah. That's 10. I, I, Richmond's I, 10 this, at the moment. True. But my point was going to be, I feel like this is going to be every bit as big oh, yeah. as the trip as the tri-sanctioned race at Bristol, which Ankrum will nod and correct me if I'm wrong. Ankrum says bigger from the corner, but he'll correct me if I'm wrong. I think you ran Bristol, didn't you? Yes, he's nodding. So yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk to Tyler about that. When he, that's why I wanted to talk about this now, so we can kind of preview it and then bring mm-hmm. Tyler on and let him give his two cents on it. Uh, Ryan, you got to come in here. And frankly, I think it's going to be not just big as a big race, but it's going to be great for the whole overall aspect of the short track racing scene out here on the East Coast. I, I mean, agree. You get, you get all these super lates. You get these late limited late models. You get the late model stocks. You get these guys who want to, you know, those who are there just to mainly race lim- like the, those divisions. And you have those who are trying to move up in the, in the rankings as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This it's is the be biggest a, stage some exactly. of these guys have ever yeah, driven on. Exactly. This and is going to open them up to so much. Well, you've got, see, you've got, and this is part of the reason Pass did this. Yeah. You've got two now. You've got Bristol. Which is everything that, but pass. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> every other sanctioning body, Arca CRA, like, um, uh, Southern Super Series, and cars. They, they're running their race again this year. Short track nationals, I guess. Or Short track U.S. USA, nationals. U.S. nationals, whatever. Um, they've that got multiple divisions there, and now Pass has added this Richmond race. So now you're going to have. Uh, big late model races at Bristol and at Richmond, which is actually really yeah. good. Well. Let's point out, too, this is the first time super late models have ever raced at Richmond. The only other late model races that I know of at Richmond were the Denny Hamlin Short, Short Track, track Showdowns. Yeah, the, the last late one model was stocks. 12, I think. Yeah. 2012, I want to say. 13. Or 13, yeah. Yep. So it, this is a big deal, and, and it's a big deal for all the drivers involved. It's a big deal yes. for pass. But let me tell you what else. It's a big deal for Richmond, too, because sure Richmond – is making a concerted effort. They're doing a lot of fan initiative stuff yes. in 
their their programs for next year, the NASCAR stuff, they're mm-hmm. they're launching a lot of stuff that's going to be interactive for the fans. I think they're building some things um, around that the the track area. Oh, the for, Richmond reimagined. Yeah, yeah, Richmond reimagined. Yes, yep. the whole new name and everything. Richmond. So Richmond. this is perfect because this is going to introduce a lot of people to the Richmond to the track that may not ordinarily go there for a NASCAR race. They may take a liking to it and decide, Hey, right. you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go. Yeah, so it's a different audience for them. I th- I've looked at the calendar and I believe this is going to fall almost exactly a month after their playoff race. Yeah. If I remember so, how the calendar falls, right. It's going to be a lot of fun. Richmond, I'm, <laughs> I'm really grief. looking forward to, to this one three quarter mile. It's, it's, you know, obviously the banking's there. I mean, this, this is going to be a big deal. The only yeah. thing I ever worry about with these shows, and it's the same thing as Bristol, you get a lot of drivers with too little experience, and they just have no yeah. clue that driving on a half mile or a three-quarter mile uh, like Bristol or Richmond, it's not hickory. You know, yeah. and, <laughs> you know, you wad yeah. things up, and, you know, the infield at Bristol basically becomes a junkyard. The infield the at Bristol was a junkyard. Yeah. I've seen all the videos. Yeah, that was that was yeah. that was fun I mean, to that's, watch. <laughs> Tyler's nodding. Yeah, it's it's just th- these are races that feel to me somewhat like they ought to be invitation only. Not everybody ought to get to go because no. yeah. you know. But but yeah. I'm thrilled that Pass is doing this. I love Richmond, and I think it's definitely something that we can point to, and all of those drivers can point to that. Honestly, from a marketing standpoint helps their marketing proposals because they can say we're going to get to race at Richmond, which is a NASCAR sanctioned, you know, a cup sanctioned track. So um, as far as I'm concerned, I think this is a cool deal. And again, I, I just hope everybody goes into this and races each other with respect and races the track with respect because you can throw away a race car in a hurry at a track like Bristol or Richmond mm-hmm. if uh, you know if you hit something at a high rate of speed. You're going a lot faster than you do yeah, in a lot of the smaller tracks. But definitely going to be a lot of fun. I, I just thought that was worth some discussion. We'll, we'll get Tyler's feedback on it when we get him on in the next segment. But certainly, uh, I think something on the schedule that, as Ryan points out, it's going to be a, a big marquee event on the East Coast, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see Pass take this to Mav TV the way they did the Mason-Dixon meltdown last year. We'll see. Uh, but I would think that there'd be a possibility that that could get some television coverage, which would be great for everybody. Oh, so yeah. definitely good stuff. So, again, Newswire just chock full this week. Um, you know, you're you're really at a time of year where it feels like everything ought to be put into place already because you're not – you're less than a month away from Daytona. But what interests me is it still seems like Chris Murdoch, you've got, you've got so much still in play. I mean, David Reagan made a sponsor announcement recently. We had loves travel stops, um, making a sponsor announcement front row, still lining them up over there. You've still got BK racing in (laughs) play that we don't know what's going to happen there. (laughs) Let me mention that this has been the most entertaining, silly season of NASCAR that I've seen in a very long time. I agree, and it's been it's such a late breaking. So it it feels like it started almost as soon as the season was over, and it's still going. Yes. Okay. Please hold while I offer the most shocking piece of news that we learned at Media Tour during (laughs) this week. Starcom Racing has a (laughs) charter. Yeah. This, this, this is where everybody <laughs> listening goes, who? Yeah, well, it's not hard I, to go who with Starcom. Well, the, for those who don't know, I'll explain it 
in two words. Derek Cope. Yeah, this was a team that Derek worked with a little bit well, last year. Well, he's the team manager oh, now. Oh, he is officially yes. the Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they are going to have a charter. Now, here's what's interesting. We don't know whose charter. Yes, we do. As of oh, 5 o'clock. Oh, sorry. Oh, I missed here we that. Go. I was... It, we don't know which of the three charters it is. It was a front row charter. No. Oh. It's a Chevy Camaro team. Try Richard Childress. Oh. oh. It is a leased. Yeah. It is a leased Richard Childress the charter. The 2017. That's we we not competing this year. Well, <laughs> ha, n- now hang on again. This is why I said we don't know which of the three. It is not specified which of the three charters they leased. They could have leased the three charter and used the 27 for the three car. We don't know which of the three charters they leased, and Richard ain't saying, but we, I'll restate we know what I just it's said. It's an RCR the charter. The 27 car is not competing this year. It is going to be the three and the 31 is a two-car team. I don't care which charter you assign to the two cars. The 27's not running this year. That was... That pretty much was the 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 prevailing, at least the prevailing I yeah, had issue it, at media I, tour. I had it on good authority from Tim Lattiga at the beginning of December that yeah. the 27 so car wasn't running. They because they've already laid off some of the, the personnel for that car, too. So 27 not going to run. Um, so it, it likely is the charter for the 27, but we don't know, and it doesn't yeah. really matter. Um, one of the Richard Childers charters. So that, as far as I know, that basically leaves one charter – from BK Racing the that still could be yep. in play. Well, it's not in play if BK comes back. Well, I'm saying we just don't know what's going to happen yeah. with it right now. The, and the, the bank side. Then <laughs> we may have, from what I read last week, it is possible that what what charter was, was Cole Witt's team using? TriStar, that was one of the three front row charters. Yeah. There is no official word, and I and I read something last week that all TriStar is saying is they're going to do something. They're going to be racing. They didn't say in cup, and they didn't say full time, and they didn't say with who driving. So we're we're still waiting on that, and that's why I say this whole silly season has come down to the last minute, which is really kind of unusual, I think, in the amount of news we're still getting in the three national series, um, even, you know, weeks before the opening bell at Daytona, right? And that and that kind of leaves something else, because, I mean, as we before mentioned, that BK Racing, from what we know as of right now, is not returning. That is what we know as of right now. Well, we we don't know that we they're don't not know that. returning. No, we, we don't know what they're doing. We know there's a lot of issues surrounding that team. It's a team in flux. There are a lot of players right now, a lot of fingers in that pie. We we don't know what's going on with that, so we're still waiting to hear. It'll be interesting. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to slide Tyler Ankrum in and talk with him. And then we're going to talk with Ryan Vargas. And then we're going to talk media Woo-hoo. tour. And we're going to get... Who's <laughs> Ryan Vargas? I, I, like, I like that, Ryan. Good, good job. We're going, to, we're going to talk media tour coming up. And we've got a lot to cover, including some sound from there. And uh, we'll hear from Chris Murdoch and get his thoughts. And you've got uh, myself, Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman, Cisco Scaramuza, Chris Murdoch, and two special guests tonight, Ryan Vargas, Tyler Ankrum. Tyler's coming up around the turn. You're listening to the Stock Car Show on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network.
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, is a lung disease that robs people of their ability to breathe. As many as 24 million Americans suffer from COPD, also known as chronic bronchitis or emphysema, and half of them don't know they have the disease. If you or someone you love is over 35 and has smoked more than 100 cigarettes in their lifetime, visit driveforcopd.org and take the screener, then take that to your doctor. I'm Jeff Stoltz, and I drive for COPD. I'm Dalton Sargent. You're listening to Race Talk on Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to 
to the Stock Car Show here on PMN Radio. You have two head-bobbing teenagers. That's never a good sign. I feel so old right now. I'm Tom Baker, age 50. Next to me in the Race City USA PMN Studios, Jacob Seelman, age 24. Across from me is now Tyler Ankrum, age 16. And to my right is Ryan Vargas, age 17. You do realize that all three of us combined barely add up to be more than you? (laughs) Shut up, Jacob. (laughs) And, and, And behind the glass, just to balance it out a little bit, is Bill Holt from the Carolina School of Broadcasting, and we aren't going to say how old Bill is, but he's somewhere between Jacob and me. Age undefined. Yeah, age undefined, uh, but he does help balance the scale just a bit. Slightly. um, I'm going to to try to control the studio here and keep the kids. Good luck. Keep the kids in light. Yeah, I know. It's it's not going to work. Yeah, you're screwed. We're going to try to talk to Tyler Ankrum here, who's wearing a – I wish you could see this – wearing a very old school outfit. He's got the boots. He's got the STP T-shirt underneath the flannel. I mean, he's you're just rocking the old school. Oh yeah, for sure. It's this is me every day. I mean, yeah, they, you always they, were like that. And, and you have what? Tell t- tell everybody about your truck because I the truck is part of who you are. Well, it's it's a car truck. All my friends make fun of it, but uh, it's a 1970 El Camino. It's oh, that's a, right. It's it is a You had a pickup yeah. though, didn't you? An old pickup. I have it also at home. It's kind of the farm truck. It's a '66 pickup. Okay, see, that's what I was, yeah, all right, because I remember the truck. I didn't know you got the El Camino. Oh, okay. yeah, I've had the El Camino for about three or four months now. See, you know, most kids, you know, they want the, the newest sports car or whatever. Not you. You're, you're buying up the old stuff. Oh, I'm, I love the old stuff. The, the sound, the, it's got a lot of character to them versus the new cars today where it's just not so much. It's all technology and uh, so unneeded stuff. Yes, unneeded unnecessary. Stuff. I yeah, like the exactly. raw. Yeah, you know, when you put when you mat the throttle, you can feel the power yeah. in the steering wheel. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, you, I could agree to that with me driving my you know 2014 Chevy Cruze to, to the studio today. <laughs> <laughs> Bill just types in our Skype chat. My first car was an '85 Ford Ranger. That's like, cool. It's all right. That's yeah, that's, good. that's that's worthy. That's worthy. I like the Broncos. I'm a fan of the Broncos. They need to bring those back. They do. Yeah. Can't stand the Broncos. Oh come on! But I'm come a Chargers fan. Oh wait, you oh, oh Ford Broncos. Oh, I oh, love the Ford. On. I love. I, I know you. I was just making. <laughs> I love the. I love the Ford Football, Broncos. What? Yeah, and I'm glad they're bringing the Broncos back. It, it's it's about time, actually, because they are? when they when they got rid of that whole line of 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 Bronco and went to the Ranger and then brought the Explorer and whatever, it's like they just didn't have the same character. I had no. an Explorer, but it, it wasn't a Bronco. So anyway, let's talk racing a little bit. Let's do that. And first of all, I want to start with you are about to embark on a journey to the next level. And I've really thought that you've been ready for this step for a couple of years now. And I'm glad you're finally taking it and taking it with a great team, too, with David Gilliland Racing, David Gilliland Crossley Racing. Now, talk a little bit about how all this came together for you to uh, step up to the K&M Pro E-Series for a number of races this year. Well, it was about sometime last year, me and my, well, we were super late motor racing and actually was at a racetrack and uh, my dad came up to me and goes, what do you want to do next year? I said, I want to keep on doing what we're doing. He goes, well, you want to do something more? I was like, well, yeah, that's obviously the next step. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do Arca Canaan. I mean, you'd be fantastic. I've wanted, been wanting to do it for years. I mean, I've been growing up with some of these kids racing in that series and it's, I feel like it's been my time. So uh, for a while, uh, we were just kind of talking about it. it. wasn't really anything. 
And then my dad was at work one day and he called me. I was actually just leaving school and he goes, we're going to do it. I go, what do you mean we're going to do it? Because that's the first thing he said. He says, we're, we're going to go. We're going to go cane Great, racing. Dad. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to do? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way, on yeah, that right. That's thank awesome. you. So how many races? Talk about what's going on. So we're going to be doing six to, six to seven races. Uh, we're still uh, working on some sponsorship deals to try and do a full season. So... That's still kind of in the works. It's a possibility, but for sure, uh, six races this year with Dave Gillen Racing, and uh, we're going to be doing super super lame all racing on the side. Nice. <laughs> on the side, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's just funny how you put that. I don't know that super late model racing is really a side gig, but I guess when you compare it to K and N, yeah. So you're going to yeah. fill in with the super late model around your K and N schedule. But you're starting the season at New Smyrna. Yes, sir. So you and uh, fellow table mate here, Ryan, will be <laughs> making your K&N debut at the same time. Yes. yes. Um, talk a little bit about your anticipation. What is your What are your goals? Have you talked with David and the team about goals for this year? I honestly, I, I, I've thought about it. it. I've rolled it over my mind, and I don't know what to expect. You know, everybody says it's like a late model, but it's got more power, so it's kind of you guys kind of sort of drive it the same way so i haven't even tested the thing yet so i i still don't even know i mean i racing isn't really going to give you a good <laughs> example and that's what i've been trying to do lately but uh i've been just really just trying to take in everything soak it all in learn as much as i can i've been spending a lot of time with the race with the guys in the race shop we've been melding really good i have a fun time over there you know a bunch of great guys uh they all have a fun time they all have fun while they work you know it's not just yeah nose down to the grind and get you know, get in there. And they enjoy leave. what they're doing. They enjoy what they're doing. It's actually a funny story. You're going back to the Dave Gill and uh, Crosley brand. DJR Crosley, yeah. Joining. Uh, it was late at night. It was actually 1230. Uh, around that around that time, I was working on my El Camino, just doing some maintenance stuff. At 1230 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, why not? Well, I just wasn't tired and got <laughs> tired of video games, and I just decided to do something. I know wait, that wait, 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 wait. Stop. I want it to be stated for the record that a 16-year-old <laughs> just said he got tired <laughs> of video, video games. games. This is how old Breaking news. this kid is. Breaking news, yeah. 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 But uh, uh, Todd, we're, we're, really, we're pretty good friends, and he texted me a picture of my race cart, and it was just wrapped. I, said, I texted back and said, why at the race shop? <laughs> and he's like, we're all here. We're all still here. Come on down. I'm like, all right. And uh, so I got there, and I'm talking to all the guys, and I kind of start tinkering around my car. And I was talking to David. And you know whenever you look at something, you got to take a double take because you just, like, don't realize what you just saw. On the surface plate, I see a, tr- uh, a white 17 truck sitting there. I go, I look at it. I'm like, uh. And I look at it again. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a truck sitting right there. I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> And they, I, I was obviously, I was like a kid in a candy store, so I ran over it to it, and I was just, it was just so cool to be around, because I've actually never been around a truck that close. Uh, I've only been to Daytona once, and I just watched the grandstand, so I, obviously I was ecstatic, and I didn't even know what was going on. And I asked David what happened, he's like, yeah, about three days ago, we went in partnership, and we bought Red Horse Racing. I was like, what did your wife say of this? He goes, <laughs> she didn't really say anything, but. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's going to be okay. It, got uh, <laughs> it just got silent. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> when they get quiet that you yeah, don't worry. Right. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be okay eventually. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, a great opportunity, obviously, yes. for you. And with your background in weight models, super weight models, do you feel like you're, feel like you're ready for this at this point? Uh, for sure. And that's, that's actually a, a really good topic because – 
that's something me and my dad always wanted to make sure is I'll be ready for the next step. You know, I've never, my dad and I have never done anything together because this is what racing really is for me. You know, it's just never been me. It's been me, my dad, my mom, my sister, yeah. you know, main, mainly my, my immediate family who've supported me and pushed me through all the good times and the hard times to keep up preparing yep. for the step. And my dad never really wanted me to throw me to the wolves in a sense. Uh, he just wanted to make sure I was ready. So that's why we did, that's why we raced almost 30 races last year. Cause we, and we did all the big races. We, uh, in a sense, we had tried to hit the competition square in the nose and try to punch a hole through it. Cause we want to go to the next series, and we want to win. We want to perform, because that's what you really have to do. Yes. I mean, there's guys in the tr- – I think at the moment, William Byron's the best example of what setting the bar is. Gets in a truck, wins, what, seven, five or races. seven races in a truck in the first year. Gets an Xfinity car, wins, what, three or four races, four. and then a championship. And now he's racing cup. And what? how old is he, 19? No, he just turned 20. Just like turned, say, 20. Just turned 20 right. weeks ago. I mean, that's crazy. So, in in a sense, that's what you have to do now in order to get to that level. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Tyler, Of I know it's going to start at Smyrna, but do you guys have some definition of the races that you're planning on running? So, the first race will be New Smyrna. I, I can't remember the whole schedule because it's like there's two races at New Hampshire. Yep. There's two races at Bristol. No, or one Dover. Just one. Just one. Two at one Dover. Race two at Dover. So two at New Hampshire, two at Dover, Gateway in Iowa, and then New Smyrna. Okay. So you're doing the two doubles. And Wait. Then Gateway, no, Iowa, it's and only Smyrna? one at Dover. Yeah, there's, only no, yeah, there's only one at Dover. No, oh, one, one at Bristol, yeah. okay. one at Dover. Okay. Yeah, one. Then yeah. it's that. So okay. you're doing Bristol? Mm-hmm. Okay. Both concrete races. Okay. Both concrete, yeah. Interesting. I'm ready. I'm so excited for Dover. I just keep on thinking. I keep so, on So asking. you're excited <laughs> for the last race on the schedule. <laughs> yeah. That's how that works. Why? Because it should be. I would think I would hear I'm so excited for Bristol. Why Dover more so than Bristol? Uh, Well, partially because the reason why I, I've already been to Bristol in the super late model. That's true. And. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say it scared me, but it definitely intimidated me. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, hey, if, if Justin Haley can walk in here and say he was scared the first time he went to Pocono, yeah. I think you're, I think you're okay, buddy. Yeah, but it's just, uh, it was a really cool experience. But at the time, especially with the people in the field, it just really didn't shape. I mean, you said it earlier. You know, there's a lot of people who go there for the first time. They really don't know what they're doing. And uh, I shouldn't say I knew, didn't know what I was doing, but I did a lot better than I expected to do. Mm-hmm. So that so when I go to Dover, it's new. Like that's it's like when you get a new bike or you uh, get a new Xbox or heck, you get a new forty-year-old car. <laughs> <laughs> new, new forty-year-old car. Right. You just want to go take it out there and you want to run, and you don't want to stop. And that's what I really want to do this season. I just want to run and I don't want to stop, and I want to perform at my best. We're going to hold Tyler for a moment here. We'll continue talking with him on the other side. We're going to talk with Ryan Vargas as well. We've got lots of media tour conversation coming up. And a bunch of us hosts just gathered around having some fun here tonight on PMN Radio. You're listening to the Stock Car Show presented by HMS Motorsports. And we will be right back.
Hey, I'm T-Bone. I'm Mark Seidel. I'm Jay Weezy. I'm Will, and we all work at WFNZ, and we all attended Carolina School of Broadcasting. What's up? I'm QCB, and we don't want you to be confused. There's only one accredited broadcast school in Charlotte, and that school is Carolina School of Broadcasting. It matters where you get your education. Get yours where we got ours. Carolina School of Broadcasting. They are accredited. Financial aid is available for those who qualify, and VA funds are accepted. Call 704-395-9272 or visit csbradiotv.com. Edu. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Chase Cabry, and you're listening to Ray's Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now, back to the show. Okay, so Ryan got really excited about it's that. Chase. And this is <laughs> Yes, it is Chase. And this is the part where we tell both of the kids that we're going to have them do those for us before they leave the building tonight. Yeah, so, the, Ryan, to you'll be on here soon, too. Yes, I will be. It's just Chase. It's it's, okay. yeah. it's, hey, just Chase. Chase is not a rock star, only in his head. Yes. <laughs> Legend in his own mind. <laughs> All, All right. right. <laughs> Welcome back to the Stock Car Show, presented by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsports safety. You can visit them on the web at hmsmotorsport.com or at either of their dose Two locations, Danvers, Massachusetts, are right here in Mooresville, North Carolina, not very far at all from the Race City USA PMN studios where we are currently sitting. Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman, Tyler Ankrum, Ryan Vargas, Cisco Scaramuza, Chris Murdoch, who has now given up his position behind the microphone to do some videotaping for us. Race Chaser Online on the race- Facebook page is yes, live. Yes, we are now live on the Race Chaser Online Facebook page. I'm also hung up, by the way, on the fact that that you said dos. That's Espanol, senor. Yes, see, si. And uh, we've got Bill Holt behind the proverbial glass Say over hi, there Bill. pushing buttons from the Carolina School of Broadcasting. If you're looking for a future career as <laughs> a I mean. radio producer <laughs> or video, any kind of broadcasting, uh, audio, video, whatever, you go to the Carolina School of Broadcasting, and uh, that's Learn what Bill did, and now he's here having fun with us. So we're glad to have him and excited to be on here tonight and just talking racing. Tyler Ankrum is the youngster we've been talking with, and 
Tyler, it's you're from California, as is Ryan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. that. I, yeah. I didn't know that. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, see, we're 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 introducing the two of what them do you to miss each most? other. On Here's the my air. question to you: What do you miss most? I Not miss a lot. three things. Not a lot. I don't. I I miss only three things. Only okay. three things I miss: mountains, the, the beach, no, the weather, okay, and In and Out. Ooh. In and Out Burger. Yeah. I, I just made you may, hungry. Yeah, I, I think you may have gotten Tyler on In and Out. Mm-hmm. I've had it. I, I had well, In and Out hey, when I was in Pasadena. I'm, going, I'm racing so. the Winter Showdown here in about a week. You're or doing two. the yeah, Showdown? Yeah. Oh, if you need so, help, that's my place right there. I'll bring. I'll bring some food back to you. Okay, hey, Tyler. You. Bring me some 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 spread. Some what of the double double? Um, no animal In-N-Out fries. Burger. Animal fries. We've you don't tell me you've show. never had animal fries. <laughs> no, no. We, we've lost. Go to In and Out. Hey, order hey, animal fries. Very hey guys, this this just in. <laughs> this this Sorry, breaking got, news. Pete Penske <laughs> crew member Brandon Hastings. <laughs> oh no! On what our Facebook Live <laughs> says the following: No one stays in California. No one. <laughs> well, I'm here. Hi, Can't Brandon. you? Yeah. <laughs> no one. No one important anyway. Brandon, we're glad you're here. Hey, that's, hey, that's hey, 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 Hastings, go, go find something better to watch than us. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hi, call, we're call, not that cool. Call five of your friends, Brandon, and tell them to tune in. <laughs> I can give Brandon crap because I'm going to see him in Atlanta in a few weeks. So. Uh, so as I started to mention, well, so am I. As I started to mention, Tyler is from California, now over here, as is Ryan. And what's interesting about that is we've seen – this whole sort of ongoing migration of drivers from West Coast to East Coast. And the interesting thing that I mentioned is, of course, Tyler now racing for David Killerland, who is also from California <laughs> yeah. and is now over here. And he, I mean, I don't know if I want to say, I guess he didn't start it, but he was one of the first at yeah. the NASCAR level to really, I mean, Jeff Gordon, but, yeah. you know, I, I know Jeff Moore is a Midwest open wheel racer than really being from California. I think David's a legitimate California well, racer who succeeded there in the West and he, came over here. David actually raced for the team that I raced for in 2016, Eshelman Racing. Yes. He drove for Dave Eshelman back then, and I actually talked to Dave on, on, on multiple occasions about Eshelman Racing, so that's really cool. To, that's a little stat for you guys right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of, it's it's just interesting. The, the larger point I was making is how small the world is. Yeah. You know, everybody migrates here, and this is such a transplanted area, Jacob, yes. that, you know, it's really cool and and i mean we've we've got chris murdoch who's from the midwest trying to come over here um to work with us we've got cisco scaramuza who is a uh, part of our staff here that's uh remote right now because obviously he's still uh at school but is coming over eventually here after he graduates are so you filming the screen <laughs> we are fil- he is filming the screen you are live on race chaser on that, Facebook. that literally is the best thing i've seen all day by the way for those who were, are listening on pmn either via the app or online and couldn't tell what everybody else just saw on video tyler did a really not graceful job of dropping his phone yeah, that yeah. Was, it, well it was sitting between my legs and it was just I kind of scooted forward. Is, is, is that an iPhone or is that a Samsung? It's, you're good. good. I converted. You're good. I, I just went over the dark side. Thank. No, no, no. You came good away boy. from the dark side, my friend. <laughs> you are now officially in the light when it comes to the phones. Hey, Siri, tell these guys to get wake up and smell the iPhones. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, you didn't. Siri, Siri had no response to that. <laughs> she didn't. I'll just ask Bix. For those I'll of you Bixby something. For those of you wanting race talk on this show, not tonight. No. We're just no, we're talking about in and out and in and out. We got cell phones. Hey, yeah. Can, can old I, cars. Can I ask Tyler a real question? 
fire away. Since he brought it up. What's the definition of a real question? Right. Something I didn't actually know regarding the race he's okay, going to next cool. week. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So what happens if you go out to Kern County and beat Kyle Busch at the Winter Showdown? How big is the party going to be? Uh, you know he's racing, right? Are we talking about Tyler's party? You won't leave Tyler's party. I'm, Tyler's I'm underage party. here, by You're the hanging way. out with You're hanging <laughs> out with I, I, Hey, I, no, no. We, we, we know it has to be legit because you oh, can't yeah. drink or anything like sure. that. We're not insinuating. You're going to be hanging there. out with California people. If you win, you're not leaving until 4 a.m. the next morning. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> well, that well, that depends because my grandpa's a very, very heavy drinker, so you'll probably <laughs> be done by the time the race is over. It's just, <laughs> no. just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, I mean, how how big would that be for, I, for I you? I don't know because – Big paycheck. For sure. <laughs> very large. <laughs> I've seen that trophy up close, too. It's a nice trophy. No, How much is it paying this year? Twenty five? Uh, I think it's still thirty. Thirty. It's thirty. It's yeah, thirty it's to 30. win. Yeah, a lot of money for sure. That's more money, money than you've ever seen in your life. Oh, absolutely. But uh, you know, I've uh, my 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 background, family background. They all they all know NASCAR. They all mm. love NASCAR. My dad grew up racing quarter midgets, and he uh, quit when he, in his teens. And uh, I mean, just friends, family. Uh, they all love racing. So when I told them I'll be racing California, they all want to come up. You know, I think I got. 30 friends and family members. It's all too much, but no, like, AKA no pressure. <laughs> yeah. No pressure. I got to perform now. No pressure. Right? Your entire family's here to watch. <laughs> right. Exactly. They're all in the grandstands trying try to make them proud, but, uh, they all love racing so much and they're all like Chevy. I'm, I'm, I'm a Chevy lover. I'll be honest, even though I'm driving a Toyota this year, I love Chevy. And so does my family. My grandpa has built Corvettes and built. Not Camaros. for now. Not, not for yeah. now. Exactly. Probably shouldn't have said that. Some, anyway, somewhere <laughs> David Gilliland just yeah, cringed so a little bit. My best friends, their names are uh, Landon Preston. They are diehard Chase Elliott fans. As soon as Jeff Gordon retired, they are diehard Chase Elliott fans. And I, fair enough. We went to actually we went to In and Out one day uh. <laughs> so for lunch when I was in California for Christmas break. And they asked me for whenever I was racing in California. And they asked and when I told them I was racing in California in Kern County. They asked me if any Cup drivers were going to be racing there. I go, yeah, Kyle Busch will probably be running. There's a few other guys like Christopher Bell or Eric Jones that might show up like last year. And they go, who again? I go, Kyle Busch. They go, no. I go, yeah. You go, you got to beat him because they don't like Kyle Busch for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know. They just don't like him. They go, please, Tyler, beat him. So now I got to beat him Now for you them. have to beat right, him. Right, exactly. Okay, Vargas, Kern is one of your stomping grounds. Yes, Kern. Advice for this guy. Um, low line. Low line mm-hmm. is fast. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> yeah. no, in all seriousness, Kern County Raceway is by far one of the most – State-of-the-art short tracks because it is so new. Beautiful They've done track. a beautiful job there. Um, Larry Collins does a great job running that track. For, uh, and, I mean, I've had to race pretty much the whole season there for the most part, racing against Trevor Huddleston and the guys out in Bakersfield. And it's a lot. It's a really fun track to race on. And I, I, I very much anticipate by the end of the race there's going to be multiple groups. Speaking yeah. of Trevor and the Huddleston family, remember the last time we had you on this show? We were talking over the phone about the fact that Irwindale was closing, and there was a death date. Guess yes. what? No the more death, death date. No more death the, date. Well, no, the rebirth day on <laughs> the rebirth. They're, they're coming day. back yes. again? Yes. Oh, my <laughs> no, no, no. Lord. It's, How many some years people, is going to be? I know. We so many people. Well, so many people. earlier. No, that didn't happen. We were kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people, it, we were just kidding. Everything's fine. <laughs> everything, everything's Don't great. Ignore yeah. the moving trucks over there. Yeah. Moving them and away. it's so. I mean, first of all, they, I, I definitely want to say, um, 
congratulations to the Huddleston family. And I know they just announced Bob Rukani is also jump, jumping up with the Really? So that's going to be an absolute phenomenal that's extinct awesome. for, for Irwindale. I mean, thank you to Tim for yeah. doing this. Yeah. I mean, keeping my home, my home track, my personal favorite racetrack mm-hmm. alive. And I mean, I, and everybody makes a funny joke about it, but it's like, because um, they do the formula drift there. And I mean, I know a lot of yeah. the race, race people listening don't like to talk about drifting, but <laughs> it's really funny because every every for the past like four years they've advertised the last Formula Drift because it's the final race of the year. They say, "Oh, it's the annual last event at Irwindale <laughs> Formula <laughs> yeah. Drift." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. like the kiss farewell tour. It yeah. goes on once a <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah, right. it's immediately <laughs> followed yeah. by the start of the comeback <laughs> tour. Yeah. But no, I mean I'm very excited to see how this year is going to look for Irwindale. I, the racing there is absolutely phenomenal. Probably the best racing, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for the lay model are, out there. Are you bummed now that it's coming back that you well, actually can't no, race this year? Well, no. I'm not bummed whatsoever. I'm actually very happy that it's still alive. But if it did close, I would have officially won the last late model race. No, 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 no. That, wa- that wasn't exactly my question. My question was, because it's now going to be open again this year, are you bummed that you can't go back and race there because you're going to be so busy? Wait, before you games? answer that, can I do it for you? Yeah. Jacob. What? I'm racing for Rev Racing yeah, in the in K&N. K&N series. No, I- no I'm not bummed. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I mean, it's not. I'm not bummed whatsoever. I'm like, like Tom said, I am racing K and N and doing all, moving up, and that's something that my family and I have always wanted Cue to do. The Jefferson's theme. Yeah, that's something that I've moving always wanted up. to do. You know, we've never had the real means to do it, so the opportunity that Driver Diversity Rev Racing and uh, Max Siegel have opened up for me. Yeah, it's 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 really allowed me to do this. Fine, I'll try this again. If they give you an off weekend, are you going to go home and race Irwindale? Does someone want to sponsor me to go home and race Irwindale? Please contact me at Ryan Vargas Racing. <laughs> we'll start a GoFund page. <laughs> go, fund, go fund Ryan's. I, hang on. I heard Irwindale. Patreon's the new thing, not GoFundMe. Patreons. Oh, I, 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 Bitcoin? But, what? Yeah, I was about it, to say Bitcoin. It's a, Bitcoin? It, ask Jeff Glock about Patreon when you get a okay. chance. Dogecoin? Jeff Glock from Jeff Glock. Dogecoin? <laughs> Dogecoin? Josh Wise? Yeah, something back like to that. 2014. Okay, we're going to to interrupt this madness. Oh, that wait, that's Monday show. Yeah, we're going to interrupt the stock car show just for a moment or two. But stick around because we're coming right back. We've got Tyler and Ryan in the studio. We've got Chris Murdoch. We've got Cisco Scaramuza, Jacob, myself, Bill. We're all going to be back here in just a moment. We're going to start some conversation about the media tour <clears throat> and Woo! lots to talk about from there. And you're going to hear some sound from there as well. You are listening to the Stock Car Show presented by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety, and we will be back in just a moment on PMN Radio. You know what really gets a party started? Indoor baseball. Yeah, just find a broom or a pool cue, and you can use, like, anything as a ball. Cans, bottles, shoes. Hey, bro, toss me that avocado. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Underage drinking and driving, the ultimate party foul. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. 
Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, Okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Tyler Reddick, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Yeah, we're not having fun at all. We kick-started our hearts about an hour ago. If you <laughs> missed the first hour, you'll have to catch one of the reruns, or, of course, you can. it's available on demand. Uh, you, just missed, go to, you missed Kyle Busch and in and out with Ryan and Tyler Angel. <laughs> go to iTunes yeah. or Google <laughs> yeah. Play, uh, and uh, you can catch the replay. It's, it's always posted 24 hours after the show airs. Uh, just go to Race Chaser Radio in that case on either uh, Google Play or iTunes and you can catch them. Also, Facebook Live Club. if you want to catch uh, catch the in-studio action. Yeah, yeah, that was if, the if you segment. missed it, we are we are no longer live on Facebook, but you can go to Race Chaser online and catch the last segment if you missed <laughs> yeah. it. Can I, can I complain about something with that? No. What what do you what it's do you the want fact only that positive Chris shot the shot the video vertically and not horizontally like you're supposed to. Uh, Chris, you worked at ESPN. It, it, it was, you should know these it was, things. It was a it was a quick turnaround. We had to we had to rush it. So he he's a rookie, Cisco cut him some slack. I'm, I'm also kinda disappointed. I'm not a rookie anymore? <laughs> no, you're both rookies. You're both rookies. Ah, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're good till the end of the year as the rookie. I, okay. I, I'm also he's kinda, Tyler's gonna be a rookie too for KM. Yeah. Yeah, we 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 got a we got a half table of rookies <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. Hey. Actually, no, there's three rookies here. Yeah. There's really only well, two, two okay. veterans. Something like that. Quote, I, my math is not quite right, but then it's never right can, on this can show. We, can, can we, we talk, talk about the media tour? tour yeah, let's yes. talk media. Let's Tom talk media. Tour. What? Tom and I are in agreement on something? Holy crap. Mark, the, mark it down. Okay, Breaking so the, the media tour, the, the last three days, actually, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because this show airs live on Thursday, the media tour took place in Charlotte. Uh, the first day was actually at Charlotte Motor Speedway, where they officially, air quotes, unveiled the Roval, which is going to be used as uh, Charlotte's October race. So yes. we have a the, the re re redesign. And if you want to see the Roval, catch the the video with Jeff Burton on our Facebook page. You can. That's right. You can you RaceChaserOnline.com. It's on the website or it's on the Facebook page, uh, and it, it cool stuff for sure. Uh, but. So much going on this week. Totally different format. 
drivers in conversation with us, the media, in both rooms, one dedicated to TV and video and one for the print side. So, of course, because we have both, we were kind of running back and forth a bit. But uh, lots of video, and and we're going to have a bunch of it coming up uh, on Race Chaser Online or at Race Chaser News on Twitter um, for social media, of course, at Three Wide Life, uh, our partners as well. So we're going to have a bunch of it coming up from different drivers. But one of the stars to me of the week, and it was really surprising, was Ty Dillon. Ty just, over the offseason, Ty and his wife welcomed their first child. That's the ticket. They, they, they had a baby. That The baby is largely the cause for the new Ty Dillon. That's what he told yeah. me. The new and Ty Now, Dillon. let me explain the new Ty Dillon, and then we're going to hear from Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon walks into the TV room, which was where Chris Murdoch and I were stationed at the time. It was his first. They were rotating the drivers so that obviously the video folks could have them for a bit, and then the print folks could have them. And Ty went, went into the TV room first. He walks into the room walks up to the little stage they had set up, grabs his microphone, and even before he hardly sits down, says this. I've got huge news, breaking news to announce. And we're all kind of chuckling, going, okay. And he sits down and puts the mic up and says, I'm the best-looking driver in NASCAR. And, of course, we all crack up. And then proceeds to give us a great 20 minutes, of which we're going to hear a little bit, but then he walks into the print room later. Hey, and hey, can I explain this? No, no, I'm on it. Aww. It's lunchtime. <laughs> We're all eating lunch. And he walks in, sits down at his station, picks up the microphone and goes, stop eating. Everybody just stop. I have important news and I want you to hear it. And he just starts laughing. Everybody. At he the print was, room was just wound him. up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a- great. Yeah, actually. I think I think the exact words of that recording because I were listening. I was. I wow. were listening. <laughs> I were. Listening. Let me try I that again. Listening. I was listening to the recording earlier. He <laughs> Good goes, job, grammar. <laughs> he goes. Everybody, stop eating. <laughs> I'm here now. Yeah, I'm here now. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But he then was, he, and, and then later, when I ask him a question, he looks out at everybody and goes, "Did you hear that? No. Did you hear that?" That was a great question. It was about how good I look. Yeah. I mean, just he was just wound up, and it was great. It's like, you know, it was a whole different presentation of time. Of course, he's just hired somebody to, as a kind of videographer to follow him around, mm-hmm. and he wants to really connect with the fans and share more of his off-track life and, and that sort of thing. I thought it was great, and, and you know, it's – this is what you need to do in this yes, day and age, yes, yes. you two younger drivers. And, and that's the thing, because I mean, like, like as you said, Ty Dillon over the over the off season, he welcomed his new daughter. Yep, congratulations, became that a dad. That. And I mean, and that's sometimes what is what it takes for a driver to almost have that click. Yeah, yes, I mean, absolutely. for me, for me, throughout the year, it took my motivation went from being kind of like the fat guy that I was two years ago. Now I've spent a lot of time working out, and now I have a totally different demeanor when I go to the racetrack. Mm-hmm. I feel more motivated. I feel more confident. For Ty Dillon, that could be the the welcoming of his new daughter. I love, and we're about to hear from Ty here in a second, but I love his perspective. And the thing that stuck with me when he was talking to us in the print room was he said, I counted four times during his print room session. He says, 
I want people to know me for me. I want fans to get to know me for who I am, not who my family is, not for whose shadow I've been in. This is me, and I want people to know me. And as part of that, Tom, he had a very shocking comment in the TV room. Yes, he did, and we captured it on video, transferred it to audio, and you're about to hear it as soon as Bill punches a button. It was never an option for me. I'm at Jermaine Racing, and, and um, you know, Bob Jermaine took a chance on me last year, and so did Geico. Um, they showed some immense amount of loyalty to me and, and trust in me to come in, and I want to race for Jermaine Racing and Geico for my whole career and win championships and win races for them. Um, my grandfather did everything uh, for me as far as getting me to, to this point to where I could showcase my talents. Um, you know, the, the ride and availability wasn't there when, when I was at RCR and, um, Bob was one of the first ones that reached out and had uh, a great plan at Jermaine racing to bring me in, give me an opportunity. So I'm going to take this opportunity and make the, the most out of it. And so that was never, I don't even think I, I, there was no consideration at all. Um, obviously I'm very close to RCR and every single thing that happens there. And I know more than anybody about RCR and what's going to happen at RCR, um, but honestly, there was never a thought of me being in that 27 car, never even an option because everybody very much knows, uh, who knows me there, uh, knows that I'm committed to Jermaine racing and Geico. So for anybody who didn't follow the very beginning of that, Ty was asked if he was ever a real possibility to replace Paul Menard in the 27 car. And you got that Tom, well, which I think shocked some people. It didn't shock me, but it shocked some people. Well, it should have shocked you because the the part of this that's shocking is that he said, for my entire career. And the thing I love about this is that I believe he is drop-dead heart attack serious. Absolutely Ty Dillon has made a commitment to the team that made a commitment to him and said, I'm not interested in using you as a step. I'm not interested in stepping away and going up levels. I want to help us as a team become one of those teams that you would think I would want to go and drive for when I'm done so that everybody sees Jermaine Racing as a championship and race-winning team. And I do believe Matt Borland, Chris, coming to the team is going to be a huge asset. It is a huge asset, and, you know, I see hearing from Ty Dillon and just seeing how he carried himself through, you know, yesterday, the entire day, he's excited. And, you know, that's really the drinking word, as some people said throughout the week, is I'm really excited. (laughs) Drinking phrase, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, but he was. He was energetic the entire day. He he showed himself and he carried himself uh, very well. And, and, I mean, I think he saw exactly what Truex and that – Furniture Road team did a few years ago, and that's really inspired him to really try to stick behind the small teams with those technical alliances and really build them from the ground up. Well, I actually, I posed that question, and it was kind of the idea of, yes, that's the role model, Jacob, but we have to do it our way. Yeah, absolutely, and I think Ty's committed to that. I think Jermaine's committed to that. I want to go back to why this didn't surprise me. This didn't surprise me because I've listened to Ty Dillon, and I've listened to his philosophy ever since he's come up from the K&N Pro Series, and that's a few years ago. 
But Ty has always been the one of the two Dillon brothers that's been a little more outspoken. He's never been one to sit back in the shadows. He has always been his own person to those who have looked, but now he's trying to make sure people don't have to look. He's very, very specific, very serious about it. I you know, This is going to be, I think, a defining year for, for Ty, Ty Confidence-boosting year for him, yeah, I believe, I agree. Too. Cisco, when you look at the the model that that one-car team, Furniture Row, which I know they were two last year, but one-car team has sort of defined. And you look at this Jermaine Racing Geico team, they're one step away, and now you look at Matt Borland coming in, and this is nothing against Booty Barker, but Ty felt like they just needed to change their approach. This feels like a top 10 to 15 team now going into this season in a team that could power itself into the top five a few times. He was pretty close to some top fives last year. Things just didn't go his way. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think with Ty getting behind the wheel of that car, he brings a new energy. Well, obviously, he's brought a new energy to that team, and given them the motivation they've needed to get into these positions now, because I'm not really sure they had that with Casey previously, but Ty's shown that he could take in that car and do really well and run that car in the top 15, then the top 10, even the top five. So I think Daytona is going to be a big turning point to see, did it pay off? Because while it is a one car team, yes, they do have a technical alliance. I don't know if they're necessarily going to be on the same level as someone like a furniture row, but it's Daytona. So that means anybody's got a shot. And if they have good equipment, they'll do something there. Yeah. For Daytona, all 40 cars that start the race are on the same level. ECR engines engines are always very potent at Daytona. I'm not worried about it. It's going to be interesting for sure. We're going to step aside, but when we come back controversy, we have more media tour breaking news. Kyle Busch Uh caused some controversy. And we're going to talk about it. When we come back and you're going to hear some audio that's really going to be interesting, I promise you're listening to the Stock Car Show presented by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety right here on the Voice of Motorsports, the Performance Motorsports Network. Excuse me. I know you have a nine o'clock, so I'll keep this short. I'm the business suit in the back of your closet. You wore me nearly every day before your office went, quote, casual. I used to be the CEO of your closet. Now I'm just that one intern no one ever talks to. I always thought you'd circle back with me. Get granular. Keep me in the pipeline. But nada. Nothing. Don't you remember the McKittrick presentation? You spilled coffee on me and I still looked amazing during the breakout talkback Q&A. So I think it's time for me to move on. I've got a great resume and I absolutely crush it in interviews. Okay, let's make this a clean break. Shift the paradigm. The only thing I ask is that you think outside the box here and do this. Take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, 
BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Hi, I'm Spencer Davis, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Stock Car Show here on PMN Radio. A very busy evening of motorsports conversation here inside the Race City USA PMN Studios. Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman, who has now swapped from his chair next to me into the production studio. I had to give Tyler a microphone somehow. Yeah, just so we could get Tyler Ankrum back on the air here. Our special two driver guests, Tyler Ankrum and Ryan Vargas, and we've got uh, Chris Murdoch and Cisco Scaramuza with us as well. Spencer Davis bringing us back in and I just, I totally missed this, but we have breaking news on the Spencer Davis front. He is actually going to get, and I'm thrilled with this because I'm a huge fan of Spencer's. Spencer going to get some opportunity in the all-star truck for Kyle Busch Motorsports, Jacob. That's awesome. Yes, it is. It's not just Spencer either, though I believe Spencer's portion of this, if I remember correctly, is five races. I'll double check on that here in a couple of minutes. But this all-star truck adding a couple of very big names to it. You're going to have Spencer Davis in for a handful of races. You're going to have reigning ARCA Racing Series Rookie of the Year Riley Herbst in that truck for a couple races. And newsflash, because he's now at Joe Gibbs Racing, you're going to have Brandon Jones stepping down from the NASCAR Xfinity Series to run a couple of races for KBM this season, which we've seen Brandon drive and almost win in the MDM Motorsports truck at uh, Texas last year. I think it was in June, but this is going to be by far and away, no disrespect to MDM, the best equipment in a truck that Brandon has ever been in, because quite frankly, in my opinion, Kyle Busch Motorsports is the best truck team in in the truck series, period, bar none, they have six owners' titles to prove it. 
And when we got to talk with Brandon on, on Monday, he he was really optimistic about the season, and you know he was he was proud to be with Joe Gibbs, and he's really excited to get to run that truck. So I look forward to see seeing what Brandon can do with Joe Gibbs equipment. Okay, so definitely some breaking news there, and I I want, I'm going to be honest. If MDM ran full seasons in the trucks, I would stack them up against Kyle Busch Motorsports because they've got championship pedigree over there. Um, they just don't compete full seasons, but we saw what an MDM truck could do when. Bubba Wallace drove it last year. That's all I'm going to say. He won. He won. So uh, here's what I want to talk about in this segment, because (laughs) Kyle Busch, who we've just been talking about, who owns all those trucks, Kyle Busch caused some controversy. Shocking. Yeah, shocking on on, uh, what was it? He did what again? Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah, Tuesday Tuesday at uh, at Media Tour when he – talked about the marketing that NASCAR has been doing of the younger drivers, the future drivers, the, you know, all of the, a lot of the Xfinity, uh, for example, marketing really focuses on, you don't know us now, but you soon will kind of advertising. And Kyle Busch sort of took offense to that. I think he took offense more to the fact that NASCAR at the cup level is marketing. He feels the younger guys based on exactly that. And Kyle's argument, which you'll hear specifics in a moment, was pretty much that we should be marketing drivers on their skills and not just the fact that these are the next generation, so to speak. Okay, so while we get binkies out, for some who need it, let's actually hear from Kyle Busch. It is bothersome. We've paid our dues and our sponsors have and everything else, and all you're doing is advertising all these younger guys for fans to figure out and pick up on and, and choose as their favorite driver. I think it's stupid, but um, I don't know. I'm not the marketing genius that's behind this deal, so you know, I just do what I can do, and, and my part of it is, uh, is what my part is. I guess one thing that can be said is probably the younger guys are uh, are bullied into doing more things than the older guys are because we say no a lot more because uh, we've been there, done that, have families, things like that, and want to spend as much time as we can at home. So, you know, maybe that's some of it. But, um, you know, it's it's um, some of these marketing campaigns and things like that, pushing these younger drivers is, I wouldn't say, all that fair. Yeah, that was almost as good as what I was thinking, which is we needed the sound effect of a baby crying. But before I get into my thoughts on that, Jacob, you were actually in a front row seat when Bubba Wallace sat down and was talking in the print room to the media. And someone asked him about what Kyle had said and without giving any, let's not foreshadow because we're going to play Bubba's response in a yeah. minute. But it, to say the least, it was interesting. I'll put it to you like this. Bubba was asked his thoughts on Kyle's comments and Bubba took offense to Kyle's comments. Hit I'll leave it at that. Here's what I mean. Is, you got video of this? Ha <laughs> ha. That was so dumb. So stupid. I know Kyle. I race with him, and I, I know how he is. And I mean, I, I don't care. You know, it's just like he. I don't know how old he is. Thirty uh, something, right? Thirty-two. Damn, he's that old. Getting up there, bud. He was in the same kind of spot we were. I mean, they had what the Gillette Young Guns back then. He still got the baby face now. So, 
Um, so not really sure what, what, what he's trying to say, but he had this kind of the same treatment we're going through. And, and, um, I, I will say, um, when, when certain drivers and you guys can, if I ever get to this level, pinch me and, and try to bring me back down. But when they get to this certain level, they stop doing stuff. Cup drivers stop doing stuff. We, we get requests all the time. Some stuff we turn down, some stuff it's like, okay, how's this help me? Has it helped good? Okay, well, let's do it. It's kind of pulling teeth with when, when you get well established in the cup series. So, um, and a lot of us are like that. So, it's uh, one of those things where I look at how is it going to promote my brand, promote the sport, promote the youth movement. And if I'm promoting the sport, that means I'm promoting everybody in this room, right? We're all part of this sport together. So um, so it's actually like you're welcome for doing the dirty work. Uh, and I wouldn't really call it dirty work because some of it's fun. So we get to go to L.A. and, and hang out and be on Nickelodeon and, and, and do all this stuff. And, you know, we like doing that. I don't have the, the, the M&M sponsor um, to carry me full time. I have 13 races, so I have to put myself out there. I have to sell myself. And if NASCAR is going to do that and I don't have to pay for it, hell yeah, sign me up. So here's my take. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, I don't need to add a lot to that because I agree with every single thing that Bubba just said. My take on this is simple, and then Cisco will get yours. I want to get Ryan Vargas wants to offer something too. But my take on this is simple. I've been around this sport since I was five years old. I'm 50 now, so 45 years as a fan and 30 years inside the sport doing media and the other things I do. And quite simply... What Bubba said is exactly right. The older drivers, a lot of them simply don't engage like they should. They've gotten to the point where they feel like, you know what, we got families. We're not doing shows like this. We just don't have time anymore. And you know what? If you're not going to engage and you're not going to put the time in to connect with the fans like the Bubba Wallaces and the William Byrons and the Ryan Blaney's do and the Ty Dillons and the Ryan Vargas's and the Tyler Ankrams, I guarantee you we got two drivers in the studio tonight, guys, that would absolutely do anything that they were asked to do for the opportunity to have the seat that Kyle Busch has right now in the M&M's car. So... I don't want to hear it, Kyle. You're whining like a spoiled child. Stop it. Cisco? And and it's not to say that Kyle is doing absolutely nothing because we've seen these veteran drivers on late night programs at the very least. They'll do that. They'll do these high profile gigs. They'll yes. make appearances in movies and such. But the down, dirty, you know, grind sponsorship work. I think of Bubba's call out to Domino's uh, sure. that yeah. released last year, which was way funnier than any any commercial that had been on television this year. In and terms they of weren't even drivers. sponsoring him at the time, by the way. Yeah, they don't even sponsor him. <laughs> he just thought it would be funny, so he did it. But yeah, I mean, you got to be willing to do the work. And look, do I think NASCAR pushes the younger drivers a lot? Ryan, yes, absolutely. But you know what? They already know who Kyle Busch well, is. That's why yeah. they're doing this. And here's the thing, and I'm not here to here to bash Kyle Busch at all. I mean, he's entitled to his own I opinion. I just did it for but, him. Exactly. <laughs> but here's what I, I – Ryan Blaney had a great comment on it. If you work with NASCAR, NASCAR will work with you. And I, I went to the NASCAR Driver Development Seminar last week, and this was very a very key thing that they said. They said if you come to us with something, even if it's the dumbest idea we've, uh, we could hear, we'll work with it. And so, I mean, me as a younger driver – I will probably go to NASCAR and I will try to work at stuff. So, 
I want to add to this because, Ryan, you just made the point about Ryan Blaney, and I actually have the comments that Blaney made in response. I'll quote him here. I've always been very open to do a lot of things that they want, and it's not always stuff like that. You go do some markets where maybe you don't think it'll be a good market, but you do it anyway because it helps the sport and helps yourself. It's a win-win for everybody. I feel like if some drivers were more willing to do these things, they would get asked more to do it. The reason I get asked to do it a lot is because I say yes a lot, because I think it's good for the sport and myself. I can say personally that he, referring to Kyle Busch, doesn't like doing a lot of stuff, so that's why they don't ask him to do a lot of stuff. It made me upset how he bashed that part of it, but to each his own. If he doesn't want to do anything, so be it. I just think it's really important to have not only young drivers, but all NASCAR drivers trying to be pushing to get new demographics of the world to get interested in our sport. Whether it's young fans or new fans that don't pay attention to it who aren't young, that's everybody, not just young drivers that'll make people appeal to the sport. Everybody should be more open to helping the sport out because that is how it is going to survive, end quote. Tom, I'm going to say this to young Blaney, preach, son, preach. Tyler. Uh, and just to go based off all that, because I agree 100% with Ryan, what Ryan said, what Bubba said, but at the end of the day, it's all part of the job description. Right. No matter what. Exactly. I mean, you're going to have to do it. You know, sometimes you're all – we're all on the wrong side of the bed, and you don't want to smile for the camera. You don't want to do your hair, but you have to do it. Exactly. So at the end of the day, I mean, how much does a guy make a year? Yeah. I mean, I mean, for let's just I don't want I don't know numbers, but I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, too, I mean, look at Ryan Blaney Be a with, humble. with exactly. Look at Ryan Blaney with his glass case of motion podcast. That is awesome. And I went like like back to the driver's sem- seminar. Kim Coon even said that was Ryan's idea. He went to NASCAR with that idea. They weren't pushing him to do that. He went to NASCAR, he worked with NASCAR, and therefore he's getting extra promotion. Yes, quote, I want to do as much as I can right now to make it work and make other people happy and make this thing the best it can. That's a novel concept, Tom. A driver wanting to make other people happy. (gasps) So he goes into the uh, campground and jumps in a fan's pool. Cisco. (laughs) And also I want to point out the fact that Kyle – the point that Kyle made that veteran drivers don't get those opportunities. I know of a veteran driver who appeared on the NBC show Superstore, who's done several daytime shows, including was one of the hosts uh, for Live with Kelly. And uh, ding, ding, ding. It's that former champion guy, that guy who's won seven championships. Jeff Gordon. Chris. Seven. Um, (laughs) I see what you did there, Cisco. Okay. I got you. You're not salty at all about that. Well, well, let's be honest. Kyle Busch isn't a stranger to controversy. He doesn't say the smartest of things sometimes. And Bubba and Blaney weren't the only guys to, to bash him over the week. And I thought one driver in particular that really just said it all uh, throughout the week when Tom and I were standing in the print room was Jimmy McMurray. He said one word, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Surprising is actually, you know, it's just, and that's the thing. It's like, it, it, look. I know Kyle occasionally goes out, you know, driving out on the tracks. He's a fan. Stop sign the hat. Look it. At the end of the day, what are you doing most of the time? And I just I found those comments to be absolutely ridiculous. If you want more publicity, that's your job. It is not NASCAR's job. Go do things and make it happen. You've got a whole PR team behind you. With that, we will step aside. Come back. 
And we've got more conversation about media tour. We've got Ryan. We've got Tyler. we got all kinds of stuff. You never know what we're going to say here. in the next uh, 30 minutes. So just stay tuned. You might miss something good. We will be back we'll be to back talk with, with Ryan Vargas about Ryan Vargas right after this. You're listening to the Stock Car Show presented by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety on PM and the Performance Motorsports Network. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Matt Tift, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Surf party. What's up? <laughs> I, these, these intros are interesting. That's because I listen to NASCAR radio a lot, and they do that too. They actually play some old songs, and you can actually get into it. It's like, all right, I'm ready to listen. Hey, <laughs> yeah. 
We had the beach music because both of y'all are from California. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, it feels like I'm back in Huntington Beach right now. <laughs> That's right. I don't even like the beaches. <laughs> do, now, do you like old music, too? I do, yeah. I got a so whole playlist what, right here. What's, what's, give us some examples, a couple of your favorite uh, I say my favorite song is Night Moves by Bob Seger. That's See? a favorite. Yeah, Attaboy. 70s, 80s. Uh, second favorite, hmm. I'd say "Living on a Prayer" by Bon Jovi. Oh, well, you're okay. You're up to the '80s now. <laughs> uh, what's my third favorite? Hmm. Give us one more. I'd say "Modern Day Cowboy" by Tesla. Oh See, wow, that's I'm, a diverse playlist. Right I'm, looking at, I'm looking at my. <laughs> that is a very diverse playlist. I'm looking at my playlist right now. I got Steve Winwood, Bob Seger, AC/DC, and I got some Queen. Yeah. Oh, See, you're you're, you're in my territory. There. You're into the classic rock and all of that. That's that's my territory too. Uh, let's reset the table here. Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman, Tyler Ankrum, and Ryan Vargas in around the round table here in the Race to the USA PMN studios. We are back on Facebook Live. Thank if you're you, listening Chris to this show live on Thursday night when we're doing it live, we are now on Facebook Live. Go to the Race Chaser Online Facebook, and we're going to talk to Ryan hey, Vargas. He has the phone sideways this time. About yeah, Ryan Vargas. Oh, yeah, by that. the way, we got Chris Murdoch to fix the phone, so he's now... Actually, yeah. it's my phone, so I fixed it. Y'all won't have to, like, uh, there. You know, hey, turn S- sideways Cisco, to Cisco, watch us. we fixed it. Are you happy now? I'm happy, and I think Evan's happy, too, because he was really pestering me. Cisco, <laughs> hey, 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 you tell Pasoko to go find his own radio show to bug. All right, I and will leave do. ours alone. Anyway, Tom, Coming through the Race yeah. Chaser Skype line, Cisco Scaramuza, who uh, is one of the producers and partners of LSR TV, for those of you into the sim world. And uh, we are talking with our guest, Ryan Vargas, about Ryan Vargas this time. We already know what is uh, some of his favorite tunes are that he has on his iPod or whatever phone he's got over there. Uh, Rev Racing is where you're going to be doing your driving this year. And for a driver from California, I mean, we... You know, I know Tyler is excited about DGR. You got to be excited about Rev too, because what an opportunity for you with the Drive for Diversity program. I mean, as I, I mean, as I said earlier, I mean, how it was racing with my family. I mean, we were me and my dad the whole time, and that's how actually I'm going to say that me and my dad grew really close racing. And I mean, we we were racing Bandos, Street Stocks, all the way up to late models, and it was hard. It was completely hard. We didn't have any big sponsors. We didn't have a lot of family money. I mean, my mom's a teacher. My dad's an iron worker. Yeah. I mean, at one point this year, we were working out of our own garage with our late model. So to have That's the opportunity. used to be. There we go. Exactly. Why don't we go back to that? Anyways, <laughs> but I mean. I agree. Um, so to have, like I said, as I stated earlier, to have the opportunity that was presented to me by NASCAR Drive for Diversity, Max Siegel and Rev Racing, it's it opens up a whole new door for me, a door that I've never was never fathomable for our family, fathomable for our family, um, because <laughs> you to say. I couldn't say it right. Um, because I mean, like I said, we were never in a in a financial situation to do something like this. So I mean, I'm blessed beyond compare to how I feel. I'm so thankful for everything right now, and it's to be able to race full time in the K N East and do late model stocks on off weekends. It's Something I never dreamed of. So this is already gravy. Oh, yeah. Oh, but wait. There's more. Because for those of you in the greater Charlotte area, this weekend, you are going to see Ryan Vargas in a Legends car on the road course at Charlotte Motor Speedway during the Winter Heat Series. Yeah. I mean, I I know the first race of the year is New Smyrna, but I definitely know that there are two 
road course races on the schedule. And for me, I don't have any road course experience. I have a road course mm-hmm. experience and a bandolero. And those aren't very realistic. I mean, you can't really compare that to a K&N car. So the main purpose behind it, I mean, my dad, my dad, not, my dad really stressed it on me also is to get is to get seat time on a road course, get used to downshifting and upshifting. So that's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really to, excited to make my first legend car start with AK Performance this weekend. Let's see. So your last road course experience was in a Bandolero. That yes. was what January Not- 2014. Oh, wow. Okay, I was way off. I would have figured it was longer ago than that. Yeah, I I moved up fairly quickly, as some people would say. <laughs> fairly. Fairly. Quickly. Lot, well, a lot quickly. Especially the last year or so, you've moved up very yeah. quickly. You've got a, hey, you've got a good template for that whole moving up quickly thing. Some, yeah. Byron, some Byron kid. Well, and the thing is, too, like, we... As I moved up, my, my, my dad, just like Tyler, Tyler said earlier, my dad did not want to throw me into the wolves. Like, I went from Bandoleros. I did three years in Bandoleros. And then I went to street stocks and also race trucks on the side. Well, we don't talk about that because we don't do very too good at race <laughs> trucks. But I did that as well. And we did fairly well in the street stock. My very first race, I got a top five. And then throughout the 2015 season, I, my worst finish was, like, fourth. So that was how that year went in the street stock. And just so happened in the pits that day was David Eshwin of Eshwin Racing. He said, let's throw him in a Super Late model. My dad was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, sure? can, I can imagine that face. Yeah, and it was funny because Jeff Eshman, Dave's son, the, who was my crew chief that year, he, said, he told my dad, we'll know how he does in the first corner. So here I go, my first ever lap in a Super Late model. I'm going down the front straight with the Las Vegas Motor Speedway Bullring, banging the chip, <laughs> and I go into the corner. My dad turns his face, doesn't want to see because he thinks I'm going to hit the wall. I come out of the corner, firing out of there. And Jeff turns around to my dad, stands up, starts jumping up and down. We're good. <laughs> and your dad's like, can I open my eyes now? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's great stuff. Okay, so what what have you been doing so far in the shop? In What's going on with uh, Rev Racing with you guys, obviously preparing the cars. Yes. But talk about a day in the life right now. I know you got to experience yeah. snow for the first time. Not yeah, experience snow for the first time. I've never seen snow. I, I never really went to the mountains growing up. I was always You're in joking, sunny right? L.A. Yeah, I never, I never went. I, only went, I, went, I went snowboarding once. but you it was like from it, California. Yeah, I'm from the California, <laughs> not, not whatever California you were in. Ooh. Um, Ooh. <laughs> See, now the competition's coming <laughs> <right>. out here. <laughs> but I'm kidding. All right, but, the sleeves trying to roll up. Now. <laughs> I know. Um, but I mean, I, that was my first time really seeing real snow falling on the ground, so it was really cool. But a normal day really consists of me getting to the shop at around 7:45 ish and checking on my crew, my crew, my crew chief Matt Booker and my um, car chief Glenn. And I'd ask them, is there anything that you guys need from me right now? And if, you know, it's kind of slow, then I'll go to the gym and work out for a good hour because they have a gym at the Rev Racing Shop. After that, I'll kind of go out and I'll kind of walk around, see what I can do, offer a hand when needed. Um, right now, it has been slow because there is a lot of leeway time until the opening race at New Smyrna. And we still got to get the cars put together. But whenever someone needs help, I'm there to help. And if not, I'll just find a rag and clean a car or I'll mop the floor. <laughs> That's how you do it. You don't do anything. That's right. Do your windows. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was um, at the Winter Showdown last year. I was a uh, head windshield wiper for Noah Gregson. <laughs> God bless you, child. Head windshield wiper. Okay. I, I, I'm sure Noah made that position up. Yeah. Just right. To, just <laughs> no, it was funny. I was in the Jefferson Pitster because that's who he did, the, yeah. he, did, he did the Winter Showdown with that. Yeah. And I went to the hauler, and they had the team meeting. And I was just there to get used to, like, being around a big team because I was hoping to make it to K&N eventually, which thankfully I'm here now. But <laughs> – 
I was there just to get experience with a big team. And we're in the hall or we're get, having the team meeting. And they say, all right, well, you're doing you're doing jack. You're doing tires. You're going to do any adjustment we need. And, Ryan, you'll be the windshield, wa- windshield wa- washer. And I look at him. I'm like, is that because I'm Mexican? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. <laughs> and it was really funny. And we're off the air on Facebook. <laughs> yes. We're in it. We're in it. Just, just know that that came straight from a Mexican. Yes, that came from I me. just want to make that yes, clear. Yes, of course. It yeah. was Ryan Vargas doing what Ryan does, yes. poking fun at himself. Yes. Because, well, he just doesn't take himself all that seriously. But <laughs> you do take your racing very seriously. Of course. And you have a lot of people who help you with your racing. So we're going to give Tyler a chance to do the same thing here in a minute. But... First, Ryan, who helps you make it happen? Well, definitely back at home, my family, my mom and my dad, my family, my grandparents. Um, my sponsors back at home who sponsored me throughout 2017, uh, Hoseman, Advanced Mastery and Concrete and all them back there. And then this year, you know, having UTI and NASCAR Technical Institute on the car, that's going to be a great time. I'm really excited to represent them as well as Honda Generators and Toyota Racing. It's going to be a really fun year racing with the rev team. I'm very excited. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you race with the Rev Team. Tyler, go ahead and let's talk about who helps you make it happen because I know you got a long list too, and it starts with your mom and dad. Yeah, uh, well, obviously they made, and my whole career, they made the ultimate sacrifice and had to split had to split up because uh, my dad, who runs the family company, Modern Meat Company, is still in California because we couldn't afford to basically uproot everything and move it back out here. Well, I so. mean, it's a great thriving business too for sure <laughs> a yeah. hard to do that it is and uh so my dad running the business five days out of the week has to stay in california it's really tough it's harder than them that it is me because i don't really think about it as much right as uh, my mom and i'm yeah i'm, I'm busy doing racing things and working on el caminos and working on el caminos and go to the race shops at with twelve thirty in the morning <laughs> 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 yeah but uh you know they th- those two they they push me the hardest and they've sacrificed the most and sometimes i don't always show it but uh i i do know what they have done for me cuz i mean by all means my dad's 40 years old i mean he we could have played baseball or soccer or football he could have retired by now he could have had a big fast boat on the lake and we could that's what my dad says right <laughs> and so you know, just putting everything in perspective, you know, our our parents, even my sister, heck, my sister for, I think, three or four years ran my website. Wow. Uh, wow. So, so I could race. And I actually did a lot of social media for me and took pictures of me while I was at the racetrack. So, you know, it's been an, uh, an all hands on deck almost. That's mm-hmm. what, And yeah. I think that's what happens yeah. when you go racing is it's, it's a family, family. It's, it's a, fam- a family yep. thing because everybody has to become invested because one day, I mean, if it all pays off. You know, everybody will get something back. Oh, <coughs> exactly DGR. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you forgot to call yeah. 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 You yeah. forgot to mention those guys. They're yeah. kind of important. They're giving you a race card. <laughs> That's well, true. we're not giving it to him. Let's, let's it, be fair. But, you know what I mean. Yeah. They're certainly making it possible for him to go compete against Ryan in uh, the K&M Pro Series East race. Let the war begin. <laughs> yeah. Not too long from now. That's uh, That race just uh, not very far away at all. And we have to go away for a moment. But we're going to come back. And we're going to wrap this thing up and have some more fun. So those of you watching on Facebook Live, just go to the PMN Radio app. If you haven't got it, download it. It's free. Either device, whatever, PMN Radio. You can catch the last 
half of the last uh, portion of this show coming up and all future shows. With that, we step aside. You are listening to the Stock Car Show presented by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety. We'll be back with more right after this on the Performance Motorsports Network. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute, in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, I'm Ben Rhodes, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. See, now there's you some 70s music. Yeah. See, Tyler Anchor is, is the, the 90s right kid who likes 70s music. That's some Jim Croce right there. I can there. get along with Tyler here. Bad, this is my first oh, time hanging sure. out with him. Bad, bad awesome. Leroy Brown, uh, or for this uh, reentry, Bad, Bad Ben Rhodes, I guess, yeah. which... 
Uh, you know, huh. if you if you talk to Austin Cindric, well, never mind. Yeah, please don't go anyway, there. Please uh, don't. <laughs> uh. Before we get to the lightning round, Jacob, you had a final, well, not a final question, but you had another question for Ryan. I did. I was curious because Tyler talked about it a little bit when we had him earlier. But I- I'm curious what your expectations are for the year. Number one, seeing what that teammate that you're so high on life about, Chase Cabry, <laughs> did in a rev car last year. And just for the fact that this is the biggest opportunity you've had, I mean, what what are your expectations for this season in KNN East? Well, my expectations, I mean, I shouldn't say expectations because I like to stray away from that word. But one thing I, I hope for is definitely to get a, a lot of good runs and finish every race. I mean, I remember um, – I, that's one thing that I've always stressed on back when I was racing late models and moving up through the series. Just finish all the races, finish in one piece, and have a good season. But it would definitely be really cool to get a, ban- a, wa- a race win banner hung up at the race shop. Right. That would be very awesome because it would be hung up next to Daniel Suarez, Bubba Wallace, Kyle Larson, and the other names, Ryan Gifford, that are there. And, you know, hopefully by the end of the year we, I could be the Kane and East Rookie of the Year. That would be a great um, there, There's goal the goal me. right there. Right that would be the rookie all of the year. goal. Rookie of the year. It's a worthy goal. I mean, when you think about it, you know, to be rookie of the year in a series like KNN, let alone to win a race. Yes. And, you know, Chase came very close yes. a couple of times last year. And it had some seconds and top fives. A couple of polls. A couple of polls. And yeah. really, in my opinion, exceeded expectations by a mile. Yeah. And so I expect uh, Chase to get a win or two this year. And I really have high hopes for you as well. And Thank I you. hope that it works out. Well, for you, yes, Jacob. I was going to say I have a lightning round question. Okay, well, let's open the lightning let's round. Let's do it. Let's do it. What is the lightning round? I'm new to this. It's, 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 it's oh, the score yeah, on my head. New. Well, oh, the yeah. lightning round <laughs> is the score on the side of my head. That's what lightning is. <laughs> who, is who is the Flash's name again? <laughs> Peter, uh, the Flash. You guys don't know the Flash? I know. I, I know the Flash. What's his name though? Oh, I not the I new Flash, the old comic book. Flash. Oh, yeah, I, was about I, to say. I don't remember. My anyway, dad would kill me for that. The lightning but. round is the final segment of the show, and often we just do a series of questions, go okay. around the panel. Yeah. Let's do it to get Let's answers. Yeah, I'm ready. Go okay. ahead, Jacob. So I'll set the stage because during the first formal day of the media tour, Fernando Alonso and Jimmy Johnson, two legends of their respective disciplines of racing, actually met in person yes. for the first time at the Charlotte Were Convention doves? Center. Were there doves? <laughs> doves? I'm not sure if there were doves. I feel doves. like if you have those two in the same room, there would be doves. Or an angelic oh. chorus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... Actually, Ryan really just set the stage perfectly because my lightning round question is simply this. When Fernando met Jimmy, blank. He was bubbling. He was bubbling. He was excited. Was he? They were both bubbly. Like, I, I think Jimmy was fanboying. That, see, Wait, that, that's my fill in the blank. When Fernando met Jimmy, Jimmy was fanboying. Yes. Jimmy, <laughs> when Fernando met Jimmy, Jimmy was gushing. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, you know what? That was a cool moment because it was a dove-worthy when, moment. When you have, <laughs> it shows you the respect, and this doesn't just apply to racers; it's athletes, it's musicians, whatever. When when you have someone who's accomplished what Jimmy Johnson has in his discipline, and someone who's accomplished what Fernando Alonso has in his discipline, and they come to, there's a mutual respect. Sure. That goes Very on. Much. And it showed how gracious and humble Jimmy was, and Fernando as well. And, Jacob, you got a chance to do a one-on-one with oh Fernando. Gosh. And Oof. you'll see that wow. that video tomorrow, will be on, on Race Chaser Online tomorrow. Chris Murdoch, our cohort here, did the filming. And um, 
you had a chance to talk to him, and I, 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 am, I wanted to just watch and just to soak it in, and he was so laid back and gracious. Pure class. That's yes. my description of Fernando Alonso. Pure class. Yeah. Now, I want to I, I want to know if Tyler's come up with something to fill in the blank yet. I've been thinking about it. Because actually, I knew they met, but I didn't really know anything about it. I just saw the article. Jim, Jimmy was picking Fernando's brain about road racing for like twenty minutes. That'll be my fill in the blank. Because when Jimmy met Fernando, Jimmy was learning. I mean, let's talk about the season. There's a new a new Roval shot. Yeah, a third road, road course. course. Yeah, you have to have a, a bigger edge on everybody else, and Fernando provides that. If you're going to talk about that, you know you. You've got to go to somebody who's really the best, uh, arguably, in the sport to, to get that edge on all the other drivers. I can fill in the blank for Tyler if you want. Do it. <laughs> when Fernando met Jimmy, he made Jimmy late because Jimmy was almost <laughs> Jimmy was <laughs> almost yeah. fifteen minutes late for his wow. print room press conference wow. because he was talking to Fernando. Well, he, he that's is a good, seven that's a good, time. That is he a good. Ex- yeah, when you're seven time, and also if you're talking to, to a Fernando Alonso, I think right. those are both really good. Yeah, reasons to be late. yeah. Could we kind of forgave him. NASCAR. Yeah. Brad Keselowski uh, was 20 minutes late for he his was, interview in the TV know, room. And here's what happened. And I, I, I told Chris exactly. I said he, he could be 20 minutes late, and he'll walk in, he'll put his phone down, and he will just turn on and go. And he did. And he That's did. exactly what he, he did. did. He walked in talking on his phone, not talking on it, but looking at his phone, and then put his phone away and instantly just yes. became Brad. Yeah, That's he, did, how he did. By the way, best person of the entire two days of media tour to walk into a press conference with their phone, Ryan Truex. And I'll tell you why. Go because Ryan. as Ryan Truex was walking into his print room press conference, Jeff Gluck asks him, hey, Ryan, are those shirts? And he pointed at Ryan's shirt because Ryan was wearing the first one of his brand new Ryan Truex 2018 shirts. Speaking Go of Ryan. old school. Yeah. And and Gluck goes to Truex, hey, Ryan, are those shirts for sale yet? Ryan says, hold on. He puts his hand up. He punches a couple buttons on his phone. He looks at Gluck and goes, they are now. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Gluck was the first one to buy one. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, David Reagan took a picture of the of the media when he sure got up he in both rooms he he snapped a photo on his phone of the media he was which, tired of us taking pictures of him yeah so he just <laughs> payback and he posted you know it was it's the media tour for those who've never experienced it these drivers i mean we see him for about 20 minutes apiece but they they're there for about eight hours they not only do tv and print interviews with us the, the, the general media but they do uh they do a bunch of different stuff for Fox, for NBC, for NASCAR, I think Getty uh, yep, images, all the preseason, all the preseason photo photos. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff. And, of course, one of the classic moments for me was seeing uh, a, a video on, on uh, Fox's Instagram of Elliot Sadler interrupting Martin Truex as he was doing oh. a video thing. <laughs> and Sadler funny. pokes in awesome. and says, can I have an autograph? That's Elliot with two T's. Big and, of course, <laughs> yeah, Martin Big cracks fan. up. And, and so when Elliot came into the TV room, I asked him, did you ever get your autograph? And he said, no. And, and if, when you see, Ryan, uh, see Martin, would you give him a message? And tell him? So, of course, the next one into the TV room was Martin Truex. <laughs> and I immediately gave him the message. And he said, yeah, I remember Elliot with two T's. And you'll, you know. and you'll see that whole act, that whole thing transpire throughout the uh, 
throughout the rest of the week when we get that put up on the Race Chaser. Yeah, Facebook we've got page. a bunch of video coming up for you guys on Race Chaser Online uh, and race at Race Chaser News, at 3 Wide Life on Twitter. Uh, you'll see a bunch of different video from um, – it, it was really interesting to, to go through that this year. The format was great. All the folks from Charlotte Motor Speedway deserve a ton of credit for putting that on and really hosting um, all of us. And, and, you know, we can be real pains in the butt. And, you know, they really made it easy for us to, to spend a couple days with the guys and, and really have a good time, Jake. Yes. Scott Cooper, Jonathan Coleman, Anthony Vestal, uh, Candace Corrigan, I, there are going to be names that I don't remember and faces that I do just because that's how my brain works. But anybody from SMI or CMS that had a hand in the media tour, thank you for ev- making it a fun three days for us. I think a fun three days for the drivers, honestly. This was the most fun I think I've seen some of those drivers ever have at media tour. And a great first rodeo for me. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. And some of the most fun we've had on the air here at yes. PMN Radio tonight. Uh, yes. Tyler, before we uh, let Jacob take us out of here, uh, you asked about Flash, Barry Allen. Barry Allen. Barry Allen. I don't know that's why I name. thought Peter. There's I was actually Peter Parker, three. That's Tom, there's that's, three. There's three. Cisco, quickly. Yes, Jay Garrick and then Wally West and now Barry Allen. Okay, Barry. so Barry right. Allen's oh. the newest one. With that, we, we are going to say goodnight, Jacob. Thank you guys I for having it was me. Good night, Gracie. Well, you don't look like a Gracie. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, thanks to Mike Garrity, Megan Kolb, our social media partners at Three Wide Life, Woo-hoo! as well as Bob Steele, Susan Mason, Bill Holt from the Carolina School of Broadcasting, behind the glass, and all the folks at PMN that keep us on the air. Well, most of the time. <laughs> also, special thanks to Tyler Ankrum thanks and Ryan Vargas, Thank our you two for special us. guests this for the awesome. night. It has been fun. And with that, we're going to get out of here and throw a checkered flag. So until next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Tom Baker, Chris Murdoch, Cisco Scaramuza, all the rest of our cast, I'm Jacob Seelman reminding you to keep it off the wall, and we might just see you at a racetrack somewhere. Folks, we'll be back in a week. Good night. You've been listening to the Stock Car Show on the Performance Motorsports Network. Stay tuned to Performance Motorsports Network for more race talk. For the latest motorsports news, visit racechaseronline.com. The Stock Car Show is a copyrighted production of the Performance Motorsports Network. www.performancemotorsportsnetwork.com. A member of the Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated. And may not be rebroadcast, replicated, or saved in any media without the explicit written permission of PMN. Check out our Facebook page or our section on the PMN website. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, co-host, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of the management and ownership of either the Performance Motorsports Network or Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated, the advertisers, or the marketing partners. Be listening again next week when the Stock Car Show returns on Thursday night at 7 Eastern. Until then, stay tuned for more great motorsports programming on the Performance Motorsports Network.